0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates Price and Coverage Match Limited by State Law. Blog Talk Radio. is Entertainment Life on The Sasha Marina Show, a show about the entertainment and music industry where you get to hear from the top and up-and-coming stars, from amateurs to professionals. They're all just working hard for success. This show is to give those the opportunity to speak about their talents and what they're doing to succeed in their dreams.
1: And now, here's your host, Sasha Marina. Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's show. Today I have a very cool guest. Um, She goes by the name of Gloria Estrada, lead guitarist of Viento Callejero Local Band here from Los Angeles, California. Um, And one of the whole band, Gloria, took the time to speak with me, and I truly appreciate it. If you guys are not familiar um, with Viento Callejero, they are an L.A.-based urban cumbia band and that track that you just heard. is called Patu Leco. Ahora, no entiendo muy bien la palabra but I guess I'll have to ask Gloria um what that's all about. Uh hey Gloria live on air, how are you? Good, good, hi, how are you?
0: Thank
1: you for having me. I I no, thank you for your time, I totally appreciate it. Um oh, likewise here, yeah. it's mutual respect, man. Thank you. <laughs> bueno cuéntame, what is Patuleco? You know, um, Viento uh, Callejero,
0: Actually, we what we've actually done is resurrected a bunch of these old cumbias, a lot of big bands, and a lot of uh, kind of uh, some of the le- less popular songs, cumbia songs out there. And uh, the first time I heard Patuleco was a part of a compilation CD. And then I I went to the guys, my bandmates Federico Zuniga and uh, Gabriel Villa, and I said, Hey guys, what do you guys think about this song? And and they really dug it. So we we actually just made an interpretation. Of a you know of an obscure cumbia that's kind of out there, and gave it our flair. So we just we just fell in love with with the rawness of it. There was like something very like tribal and jungle about it, and we kind of just wanted to give it
1: our own take. Definitely, and I think that cumbia is a genre que tu sabes tuvo su tiempo, and I'm glad that you guys are kind of bringing that back because it it hasn't been mainstream for a while. You know, even in in the Latino. you know the music scene and it's something very festive and that that song is definitely very festive um yeah, you know yeah, uh, i what is it about 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 your band you know that that you guys just really thought that this was the genre that you were going to um you know pursue yeah well
0: I, I actually met the bass player Federico on tour years back um and i he was playing in a cumbia band called Cumbia Toquezon, so he moved to L.A. about a year and a half ago and, and reached out to me and said, hey, you know, I'm looking for work. If you know of anybody or they might need a bass player or something, let me know. And um, I, I said, hey, you know, I've always wanted to do a cumbia project. If uh, if you're down to do this, you know, let's, let's experiment. And, and it was just something that kind of was going to be something just like an experiment, something for fun. Just because I think who doesn't dance to cumbia? Like I, I think I've just I've really fallen in love with that style of music, especially in the last um, eight years. I think that you, you know it's the one dance form that's out there that, that Latin that doesn't intimidate too many folks. You know sometimes salsa is gorgeous, awesome music, but it can intimidate folks on the dance floor. And I think something about cumbia is just very seductive dance that that whether you know how to dance or not, you can right away learn a step or two to get you going. So for us, it was just kind of like wanting to create a party, you know, wanting to create dance music, and us as musicians have a fun time with it. So that's kind of how this project kind of started, and and we just want to keep making people dance and have a good time and, you know, See what happens. It's definitely.
1: Definitely. <laughs> like, like I mentioned, it is it is rather festive music. I mean, even if you don't yeah. know how to dance like cumbia, all you need is a little rhythm. I know, I know. You know what? A
0: lot of musicians suffer from this. We don't know how to dance. Yeah. We're horrible at, on the dance floor, but we have great rhythm elsewhere, you know, like just playing our instruments and, and just on the dance floor. A lot of us are horrible. And I think this is, like I said, with the one dance form that's not too intimidating. It's like the Latin two-step, and you can just take a couple steps to the left and a couple to the right, and you're good, you know?
1: (laughs) You know, um, I I, I was looking, you know, through your guys' influence stuff, and it said that you were a former guitarist for La Santa Cecilia, and I happened to be, como se llama esto, in this conference last month in in Miami called Hispanicize. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it. And um, La Santa Cecilia was there, you know, performing and and stuff like that, so I, I, it kind of surprised me, you know, seeing their name somewhere else. So that, that's that's pretty cool. Um, yes. Now yes. As, as, as about you about you guys though, um, you guys are pretty much an independent an independent trio. Yes. Meaning that you know you guys are artists on your own. So for *Viento Callejero, you, you guys have come together. Um, you know, you mentioned that that you made you made the bass part there um, some years ago and and got together. And have bought it since then. Um, you guys are also putting together this Kickstarter campaign, and, and what we can do to help you. Yeah,
0: well, like you said, we are independent artists, and I think there's something really, I think a lot of artists are staying independent. With the record industry changing so much, I mean, they still are out there, but I think a lot of people can, can keep it independent. I mean, do it on their own, and, and I think it is possible, and there are outlets. For independent artists to kind of do what they want to do, be creative, and not have to do what others are telling them to do. And I think that's important. You want to just be creative with your art and be able to put it out there, and, and hopefully people will support. And I think there are a lot of people that are out there supporting and that can because we're all in a similar boat, you know, pursuing our own thing and wanting to kind of do it our own way. and. Uh, and part of that is, yeah, we launched a Kickstarter campaign to kind of help us fund the CD that we're putting together. And like I said, we are a trio, and all of us, the, the three of us independently kind of play with other projects. The drummer is from another independent band called Chicano Batman. Gabriel has been playing with them for over five years. And uh, Federico has been in bands and currently plays um, with, so he's an active member of Sistema Bomb, which is an electronics from jarocho group. That was actually nominated for Grammy a couple of years back, and um, he plays with another independent artist that's in our record, Hector Guerra. And mm. we just, you know, we wanted to kind of put something together, and because we all are working musicians that know a lot of people, we were able to kind of put this CD together. We have Martha Gonzalez from Quezal who just picked up a Grammy a couple of years back as well. Um, we have Lia Gallegos of Las Cafeteras, another independent band, amazing. And uh, we have Erika Organista from El Curoy, another independent band, and Edgar Modesto from um, Buya Pongo. So it's a lot of independent. I call it like the Latin indie All-Stars, you know, because there's a lot of great independent artists out there, just so creative and talented, and we're really fortunate to have them on our record. And, you know, we want to just help fund this. You know, a lot of it is, you know, um, we don't mind paying our dues and working hard to fundraise, and we have been doing that. But, you know, we definitely need some more help and, Anyone that can go to our Facebook or any social media, Twitter, or Instagram will find links to our, our Kickstarter campaign. And, and we're almost there, actually. We're, we're about 3,000 shy. We're asking for 8,000, and we're about 3,000 shy for making it happen. So any help we can get goes a long way. And, you know, it doesn't have to be a lot. You know, anywhere from a dollar up we will gladly take because, you know, it, it, it takes a little bit to, to make it all add up.
1: Definitely, uh, or if not, you guys could also go to, to our blog at thetaschenradio.com. The link is there, along with all their info. Um, and do all these um all these artists do you guys all reside here in California? Uh, for the most part, all of them do, except
0: for Hector Guerra, who um he's actually a, a Spanish-Bolivian rapper who currently resides in Mexico and um, okay. he will actually be coming to the States next month, so we might be teaming up with him, and and he'll be around, and maybe we might be able to do a show with him. He might be part of our, our release, so we're trying to make it happen.
1: That's very interesting, a, a Boliviano rapper. You know, yeah, I think yeah. that any kind of Spanish yeah. rap is kind of interesting.
0: <laughs> no, no, it's awesome. You know, uh, we, were, we were mixing, because um, he had actually recorded vocals in Mexico, and then we brought it back, and then we showed it to the producer, and, and he's, our uh, producer, Eugene Toll, has worked with a lot of um, hip-hop artists, including um, Kanye West and Rayquion, and and when he heard the, the Hector's rap, he's all like, where's this guy from? He's got a different kind of swing to it. And they're like, oh, he's like Bolivian-Spanish rapper. He's like, oh, he's great. So he already, having his hip-hop background, was really impressed with, with his take on it, on one of our tunes. So it was a lot of fun.
1: Cool, cool. Speaking of performances, um, you, you guys have recently had a couple of performances early May, and you have uh, one coming up on May 28th. to you want to you wanna talk about that?
0: Yeah, yeah, we we've had a, a residency at uh, at uh on behalf of Mucho Wednesdays, which they have a night on Wednesdays at La Cita Bar over in downtown LA over on Hill Street. And uh we had the first night was uh a couple weeks a week ago, and we have our next show coming up on May twenty eighth. And and for these uh residency shows we've been actually inviting a lot of the guests that we've worked with, um, both on the record and that are not on the record, because um, we, we just have rotating singers all the time. That's part of the charm of the trio, where it's a trio, but we rotate singers just to give everybody a different show and just to kind of highlight somebody else, you know. And uh, we had about five guests that popped in that night, and, and we have more guests coming in on the, on the 28th, and uh, hopefully people can come out and check us out live, and hopefully y'all will like it, you know, and
1: dance, dance to our music. Definitely. Um, <clears throat> about this Kickstarter campaign, w- what can people ex- expect, you know, as, as an end result? Um, I mean, once everyone
0: donates, I mean, we'll have our, our CD out there. And I, I think for for us, for pay Callejera, I think it was important to show the camaraderie that can exist. And I, I think lots of times for years that's kind of been lacking in L.A., um, you know we're all we're, we're reciting in LA and, and I think um, we just need to just help each other out a little more and just kind of showcase each other a little more and work together a little more and and I think we're kind of creating a, a big musical family that's that's kind of like everyone's kind of partaking and supporting and helping each other out and I think that's important just overall and and I think um, if all fails you know, at least we're, we're creating some of that, and we think that's a beautiful thing to just kind of show that we can work together and help each other out. And, you know, Definitely. all of us are, are community musicians, too. We're, we're always doing fundraisers. We're always doing events that help organizations, communities, and we're, we're always out there. You know, I think a lot of organizations reach out to musicians and and help, you know, for that, and, and we're, we are, for the most part, all of us, really accessible in terms of making stuff happen and
1: you know we're just trying to build and create a bigger family i think okay Bueno, gloria ya que hablamos ya de tu equipo vamos a hablar un poco <laughs> more about you um you graduated yeah. in U of USC the Thornton School of Music very nice congratulations yeah. you yeah, know yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so de, when pay did pay your musical journey money. um <laughs> begin uh
0: you know what i well i'm i'm born and raised in Bo- from Boyle Heights um and one of the first, my first musical experiences was actually an elective in high school. I remember my counselor said, "Hey, do you want to learn how to cook in home economics, or this guitar?" <laughs> and I was yeah. like, "I want guitar." And you know, go yeah. figure. I'm not a good cook at all. I can, you know, toast some bread and scramble an egg, you know, <laughs> but I can play guitar, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's kind That's kind of how I started. It just started off as an elective. I picked up some chords. I learned how to play. And and then I kind of taught myself for a long time just because I couldn't afford music classes or my parents couldn't. So I used to go to the library and, and, you know, borrow books or, you know, download um, from the Internet how to play and stuff and taught myself and eventually went to uh, Pasadena City College. And studied uh, classical guitar and jazz out there, and then eventually made my way to USC. And and you know I debated for so many years like whether I should pursue music or not. And I remember at one point my college counselor at PCC was like, "Hey, you have the units. You got to get out. You got to transfer. <laughs> Can't stay here forever." And I was like, yeah. "Oh, I don't know what to do." And she enrolled me in a. a career guidance class and, and everything pointed towards music so you know the best advice she gave me was it doesn't matter what you get your BA in as long as you have something you know that consider it a safety net you can get a job at anything with a BA just study what you want to you know pursue so that was just a big push and, and I went towards music
1: and I decided to just go for it you know you know, I'm, I'm so glad that, that you mentioned that because, um, you know, I'm also going to school right now, pursuing in that BA, and, and then some people, you know, you're studying, like yesterday I had this question, and they tell me, oh, so what are you studying? I'm like, communication arts,
0: and
1: yeah. they're like, so what are you going to do with that? And I looked at yeah. them like, <laughs> I'm like, really? <laughs> Yeah. First of all, first of all, why do you care? Second of exactly. all, I think there's so much more that you can do with communication. I mean, just think of the concept word communications. Um yeah. You know, there's so it's, it's an endless general term. You know, and just like yeah. music, what can't what can't you do with music? You know? Um, yeah. So, you, yeah, you kind of your own.
0: You make it your own, and, and like I think when I first uh, graduated, I ended up getting my first job as as a drug hab re uh, at a drug rehab facility, teaching um, women specifically to get their college. Um, I'm sorry, their high school diploma or GED, because a lot of them had dropped out, a lot of them were uh, had substance abuse problems, and you know they were you know trying to better their lives. And I thought, how did I end up here? You know, and all they needed was a, a a bachelor's degree, I think, and, you know, I ended up going that route for a while just to kind of, you know, settle in into stuff, and it was kind of like a job that kind of helped me get through for for a minute, you know, until I really went full on for music, you know, but, I mean, things like that pop up, you know, it's just, I was like, why are they going to hire a music major, And, and it really didn't matter. They just needed to know that you can read, that you can write, that you can speak, and and, you know, teach, and mm-hmm. all of those tools you learn in college, you know, with whatever degree you get in, you
1: know. Definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, how had, when you first told your parents, that you said you, uh, you know, being in high school, you had to tell them a little bit more maduro, um, yeah. <laughs> your parents, oh, mom, you know, I, I want to be, you know, I want to be, pursue music, what was their first reaction? When they first saw me with it in high school, I think they,
0: they really supported it as a hobby. You know, my dad, mm-hmm. I, I remember suckering my dad into being like, hey, Pa, I got a proposition for you. I'm going to save you some money. You know, okay. <laughs> and he's all like, uh, I'm all like, okay, instead of throwing me a quinceanera, which is going to cost you thousands of dollars, why don't you buy me an electric guitar? And, you know, he laughed, and he's all like, all right, I'll get you your guitar. And, and he bought me an $800 guitar, you know, that, that I still have. And it's so funny. We spent all of our money on the guitar that I could never afford an amplifier until years later. <laughs> so I had to the guitar, you know, collecting dust, and I would practice on it putting my ear close to it just to learn how to play. So, you know, that was very supportive of my dad, you know, saying, yeah, I'll get you that, and, you know, you, you keep at it, you know, and, when I think I got into college and they were noticing I was going to pursue it as a career, my mom was like, "Hi, Mika doesn't doesn't it sound better to be a lawyer or a doctor, una enfermera, una maestra, you know?" And and I said, "Yeah, but I don't know, mom. You know, I gotta just give this a shot." And you know, obviously, the parents want the best for you, and and I think they saw how happy it made me and how hardworking I was, and I wasn't just I didn't have a garage band mentality attached to it. Like, I went to prestigious, you know, a private university and, and studied music. So I think they really saw the steps that I was making as, as something positive, you know. So you, they, they um, were very, very supportive, very supportive.
1: Do you still remember that first gig?
0: Um, you know what? I, one of my first gigs, I think I was maybe 14 or 15 years old, and I joined a band and they were all older than I was. I don't know how they they came across me, but they uh, they were all. I think the youngest one might have been 18. They were between 18 and 24, and I was like 14 or 15 playing with them. And mm-hmm. uh, and the first gig, of course, went horrible. Everything went wrong. <laughs> but you know, the drummer. I think it was a girl. She like hit her hit her finger with her drumstick and had a popped up finger and. Sound was horrible and we were all nervous and you know but it was fun you know to to me it's like an adrenaline rush it's like you know it's just you you get all that going and then you just have a good time with it so you know obviously you're going to fail at things and and that's not a reason to stop you just have to get up and keep going at it till you get where you want to be
1: yeah um you know Ha, have you ever come across any obstacles, you know, and so far in this career, that that somehow somehow has made you question, you know, your next yeah. step as a career choice?
0: All the time, man. all the time. I'm always second guessing myself, but I think a lot of people, like <laughs> so I do so. that all the time. Like, what am I doing? But you know, you you do it because you love it, and, and you're not going to let certain things stop you. Yeah, yeah. I've had. As a female instrumentalist, I've had I've been predominantly in a male-dominated industry. If playing guitar, especially lead guitar, I'm usually the only female I see around. Not that I'm the only one, but typically I'm usually the only one. Or um, and and yeah, I've come across some some obstacles uh, being a female where I wasn't I was in unpleasant situations or very uh, sexist situations, and I don't I don't let those experiences um, just kind of grab a hold of me. You, you know, you just, you learn from it, you learn how to make with what you got, and you learn how to deal with certain situations, and I think it just kind of has made me stronger in some ways, and, and being a female has also its perks, where people are interested in seeing a female guitarist on stage, and and are very inspired by that. And and, they, and for me, that's a beautiful thing to see little boys, but especially little girls that, that come to a show and, and look up to you and, and say beautiful things and, and are very inspired. Like, to me, that's a beautiful thing to to just plant that seed um, as a possibility for anybody, especially girls. I know it was hard for me to want to pursue it because I didn't see females doing it, but. If others can get inspired by that or see to the possibilities, then, then that, that makes it all worth it.
1: You know, um, you got a point there, and hearing you say that, you know, that popped into my head. I don't know if, if, if you're a big fan of Beyonce or not or, or have caught, you know, an eye of her performances. But a Beyonce. So la mayoría of, the, of her, you know, her backup band and stuff like that, they're all women. And, like, yeah. I remember she has, like, this one, like, rocking, like, uh, female guitarist. And that girl, like, oh, rocks yeah. it out. You know, yeah. that she always comes out, like, in her performances and does her little solo and stuff like that. So, yeah, I feel like, like you said, it's especially being a guitarist, or I think an instrumentalist overall. If if you're not playing the violin or the cello or the flute or something like that, you know, this kind of, of instruments, they're more, like, male-dominated. Yeah. and um, no, And really. it's hard to yeah. see it's hard to see a woman like, like yourself really pursuing it and, and really succeeding, you know, and congrats to you for that and, and, and to keep um, pushing forward. Okay, you know, obviously okay. you're doing very, very good. And um, is, there, is there anything else you'd like, you'd like to mention? I know you, you mentioned that residency, your night show is the 28th. Are you guys going to be playing at any festivals here this summer? Do you have anything confirmed yet? Um. We don't have
0: anything confirmed. I think we were just trying recently just to wrap up this album and then launch the Kickstarter and see how how that develops. And uh, we didn't get to submit to any of the major festivals because we didn't have our music and stuff together in, in time for it. But hopefully um, next year, but we we definitely have some stuff coming up and we'll probably be doing some touring. Um, so we'll, we're we're going to try to get our music out there a little more and see what happens. But no, we're just... We're, we're really excited where we're at. We're just, we're really. i I think this record's gonna be great, and and it's sounding great. So I can't wait to um, to have the band showcase it. Hopefully next month, if our Kickstarter goes well, we'll we'll have our release next month, and and it's gonna be a party. So bring your dancing shoes. It sounds. <laughs> it,
1: sound, it sounds. It great, sounds good. I'm. I'm looking forward to it. I hope I get my invite.
0: Bye, <laughs> I, I, I will definitely let you know. You know, all right, cool Come down, come down to uh,
1: the too All right, all right Va una desvelada Pero está bien. Okay Está <laughs> bien Bueno, um, before we go here Tell people where they can find you And your band On your social networks Yeah, Viento Callejero
0: We're on Facebook We have a like page At um facebook.com Slash Viento Callejero And then uh Twitter Viento Callejero And Instagram where I'm Viento Callejero So hopefully our .com Will be up and running next month so we're working on a lot of things but, but they're
1: coming around yeah that, that that is a lot one big lunch next month <laughs> yeah. I know,
0: all I right. know. That's, how we, that's how we do when you're independent all the night
1: tell me about it uh, yeah, right? <laughs> bueno, Gloria uh, muchas gracias por este tiempo you know, so shout out to you shout out to your band and, and to Rita for putting this together for us Um, You know, I'm I'm looking forward to hear more about you guys and and all, okay?
0: Sounds good. Sounds good. Thank you so much for having me.
1: No, thank you. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.